0: Hi guys and welcome back to Getting It Off With Chamaka, a podcast channel centered on straight from the heart issues, discussions and interviews on selected topics and also through the lens of navigating life as a young adult. guys and welcome back to another episode of getting into richard guys so everybody doing i hope you're doing well yeah i'm not going to go deep deep personal things but i just hope you're doing well and um i'm wishing you well basically so i just really wanted to come here and get something off my mind and um and head out anyway that was weekend back here in nigeria a lot of things happened um on saturday there was a coronation in worry in delta State, and for the first time i saw a lot of people who were really like vested into knowing more about what was going on you know i think one of the basic things that really got people um fascinated is the fact that is a young person um he's a king now and i think people were really concerned about the very traditional rites and voodoo and juju and all that but turns out the man is a christian his wife is a christian i don't know i don't know if the wife is a pastor yet i'm still trying to understand from the few posts on her instagram but from that coronation day you can see that the man is a christian and from his speech you know i listened to her, part of his speech and he really spoke well um many people are still like asking questions in fact someone's um um there. i'm really going to take my time to listen to she's like i think she's in that same state with me but she's gonna head to make more research and everything and then speaking this morning with my dad my dad is like He's actually been the crown um, king, a big prince, for, for a while now, like since he was a teenager, like since after his dad died. So all these years, the elderly ones have been keeping things um, in place and everything. Well, yeah, Saturday was something else. A lot of people that I follow on Instagram were there. They were giving us giving us life updates, and wow, Nigeria is really blessed with cultural heritage. Like, oh, like I haven't even seen all the people's posts i just seen people posting the king the king I was like who is this person like what have we celebrating because his regalia really got me intrigued like the whole like whole thing was just really suiting to me my opinion ah then i went ahead i started looking for the handle i found the handle and wow ah let's not let's 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 not go further but you know the man is a fine man according to my friend let's let's leave it like that (laughs) but anyways yeah i found the king i went through the page and there's one particular song there in case you've gone to the page i really love that song i wish i could play it but um, that's not the topic of the day anyways that and then many 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 weddings But yeah we give God glory so today I um, just really wanted to share something that's been in my head I actually just made a blog post about that but I still feel like I should do an audio about it so um, it's a sad one actually but then I don't know if someone can relate with me um, with what I want to say. so um, You know they say blood is thicker than water, right? And um, sometimes you don't even have to force things, it just happens. But then what happened to me recently, it wasn't like related by blood or anything, it was just by friendship and being cosmeted and still I felt something, right? So what am I talking about? On On the 13th of August, um A few minutes before two noon, that day was on a Friday. Um, I felt feeling really weird. I finally got a call from my other friend and cosmate telling me what had happened. But before I go into telling you that part, um, let me tell you something that I was told when I was growing up. So a certain lady, a very really beautiful soul, the in my heart, she had something with me at a particular time. So it was when our grandpa died. It was her dad. So she felt like when the dad died, right? She felt something and instantly she knew that, yes, my dad is gone. That kind of feeling, right? So she's like, she, she was doing um, a teacher's training course. Back there in Abia State at that time it was 2002. So she went for her normal classes, and you know, that towards the end of her class, she started feeling off. She wasn't feeling okay. She just knew that something was wrong. You know, trying like after the class was over, it was time to go. She couldn't feel her legs, she couldn't move. She was just at a place okay trying to communicate to people was now like another issue she couldn't talk she couldn't communicate nothing she was actually struggling she needed help but then she didn't even understand what had just fallen on how like what was going on i want to get myself back but it's not happening so what's what's this whole thing about right I think she tried to communicate somehow, and people like got to her. Like, what's wrong with you? They at least helped her to get down to our town in the village. But where the the bus will stop, you you still have to like get a bike and um, a tricycle to take you down to the house. So she's like, she goes down there. I don't even know how she was able to walk at this point but one of the okada riders they kind of noticed and like knowing my grandpa as well um helped her down to the house Now coming to the house um i was really small but i can remember vividly so the uh, okada man arrives in front of the palo door very close to the door and like after a light he helped her Like, he literally carried her into the parlour and, like, put her in a chair and then he went off. You know, sitting down, she saw her her mom, that's my grandma, and I think my uncle was there. You know, my grandma was already in tears, I and my sister were confused, we didn't know what was going on. You know, but we knew that our grandpa was at the hospital, in fact. Till today, I just feel like my grandpa wanted to communicate to me in a way before he died but i was the one running well in all honesty i was i was afraid i was scared i mean i've seen this very gallant healthy tall fair beautiful human very religious in a positive way you know all of a sudden he's down and he's in the bed and he's literally helpless he can't even eat himself so he must have a stroke so the um, last day we went to the hospital, um, it was when I grew a little bit that I knew why like he called us that day, he, like, he wanted to see his children that we are alive and like, close by. So children and also his grandchildren, we went to the hospital and he pushed everybody. But then when it was my turn, I ran. It's not like I ran away, I just dressed back. I was in utter disbelief, I was, I don't know, you know, when you're young or, yeah, when you're young, it doesn't make sense, you don't know the words to use actually, but like now I know the words, I was standing and looking at this man, I was like, what happened to my grandpa? What happened to that man that was literally our hero back there in the village, like what was going on here? So my junior sister touched him but i didn't i was so scared i think i dressed bad because i didn't want him to die i didn't know that him touching me was maybe blessing me in a way i don't know and you can imagine even in that state he still smiled at me and um i just started crying it was just too emotional for me so this lady, you know, coming back home that day, she didn't like want anybody to even speak to her. So me and my sister were just like, what's going on? Like, somebody feels us like. in. So, you know, she she just sat down there she, for a while and then she goes to her room. She locks herself up. She was in big, in fact, I don't even know the word to use. She grieved so much how her she 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 lost weight, you know, a lot of things happened. And then on the burial day, I think after the mass, after the burial mass and everything, it was time for interment, time to put the corpse in the grave. She um she wasn't the she's not the first. But I think she wanted to there's this traditional thing they do when someone dies. I'm still trying to find out why they do that, but like the, the the senior, the most senior, is given a little bit of sand in the shovel, and then the person pours it into the grave. So this the her senior ones did that. So I think she wanted to do that, or more like wanted to run down the grave, that she wanted to fall into the grave. So obviously she was um, restricted, and then you know still in utter disbelief, she just ran back to her room locked herself she cried so much guys like the the death of my grandpa really took a huge toll on her so like after a few weeks and a couple of years i think she finally you know got herself in a way but you like whenever conversations come up you still hear her mention about her dad and everything so you can imagine from the point of death she felt it and i'm told my dad died just a few minutes before morning mass so a catholic and my grandpa is a staunch catholic if i back then in the village he was always the first person to to arrive um the church he would say his rosary by himself i guess if any other person was was there the person would join in you know and that was literally his life So, oh, so you can just imagine how communication and, you know, that this person and my grandpa had, oh, it's just amazing how she felt that whole thing. I guess she started having signs before she went to school and then when he finally passed he don't know how or something i don't know but now back to my own experience so that friday morning right i coming back from mass. i wasn't feeling well uh, i started having headache i i helped my sister we made breakfast we came upstairs um she has updates from work on friday so she wasn't going to work that Friday. So I'm like my head is spinning. Let me like rest in peace. head out to work. So I don't rush to work. Well I don't resume work by eight. I resume work by nine. Plus um a day before, which was on Thursday, my colleague who is expecting um had an accident and guys that threw me off balance like it was early morning she messaged me she sent me pictures my heart sunk i was praying please go for his card check on the baby all these things okay but at the end of the day baby was fine so apparently i found out that pregnant women fall anyhow. what please not when baby is almost coming out <laughs> anyways thank god for that so that day was very lonely for me because she's like the only person outside that I speak with so when she's not there the whole working day is just really somehow so on Friday I wasn't expecting her because she was in so much pain and she also messaged me that she she wasn't able to come and I wasn't even complaining at all because usually on Fridays we don't have many people coming for registration anyway so um um I slept that morning, so well, I was resting my head, but guys, I slept around like 8.30 a.m. The next time I woke up was 9.33 a.m., like I will never forget, and that waking up by that time was literally my sister, like, Chamaka, what's going on? You're still sleeping, You see time is going, so I jumped up, I looked at the time, I'm like, what the hell, whoa, what happened? But then I wasn't even thinking like that, it was later that, like I was thinking like that, plus I needed to leave the house before my dad messages me and says, "Um, Chamak, are you not going to work today? (laughs) Because I never told him whether or not if I was going, so I'm sure he was sooner or later going to call and ask me "Uh, what's going on. So I started rushing, standing up. I was confused. I didn't even know what to wear. Like I was blank. I was like, "What kind of headache is this? Like, what's going on?" I started looking for what to wear, and I wanted something. I wanted to wear something casual and simple. Oh, somehow I found I just those white and started running out. Told my dad by, and I ran. So I usually don't. Also, don't take taxi to work. The hospital is close to the house. But that morning, I wanted to take a taxi, but I was like, you know what? I didn't even have cash at hand, so I just managed to go to work anyways. After it's Friday, and I'm sure nobody will be there waiting for me. So I go to work before I even got to the hospital the gates, I started having. I started cramping. Yeah, my visitor was around. My visitor, I mean like my monthly visitor, she was around and you know is usually very rude the first and second day, but not on the third day. But then I started cramping, It's usually on my left leg and my left um I'm like Hindu ah, day, what is going on? So I managed to bring out my working materials, I um put everything out. I tried to feel that I see maybe I was stressed or something, plus I never rest on weekends anyway. So I was thinking maybe cumulative of everything. But it it intensified. I'm like, what's going on? I had to go inside the hospital to tell my friend that Mr. Lawrence for anyone that is listening. um, I told him, look at what's going on. Now there's something he usually says when I complain of body aches and pain. Um, like I said in my blog, I'm not ready to say that now. <laughs> okay, because it's not every time that it's because of that, right? So, I tell him, he's like, don't worry, it's going to stop. It's just, it's just that. I know that's like what's going on. I'm like, that's not what's going on. And then he saw me. I was having pain. I was bending. I was, I was, I was restless. So he asked the staff to get me paracetamol. And I took the paracetamol. I tried to depress them, I felt a little bit okay, so I went out, when I went out I was fine, you know, and guys, that Friday was also Mr. Lawrence birthday. I wanted to do something, but, but my account was so much, wasn't so much billions, I couldn't even remove anything, but anyways, so, a um, few minutes later, he came out to check on me, and then we're just chatting because he found that my colleague wasn't around, They so kept me company for a bit. Plus, and I know I walked outside and under the tree. That morning was was really cold. Like I didn't understand. I had I had the warm clothing, but I was still very much cold anyway so a parent finally came and she came with her two babies and she wanted um birth registration she wanted um, birth certificates and she didn't come with immunization cards because her babies were small you know so she tried to argue with me i didn't even have friends it was not my friend i was answering her so my friend calls me so i'm just going to mention her name um, Chagos even calls me and um, I couldn't peek so I just silenced the call and when I was done with the lady and my allowance left I now called her back I called her back I'm hearing her voice I didn't even know what to expect all I knew is that my baby was quiet she was sobbing I just knew there was pain something was going on then she asked me Dave, where are you I'm like I'm at work what's up now when I was asking this question I had a flashback to, to an earlier post she made on WhatsApp you know she was like if someone comes to your mind please do well to reach out to them you never know what's next normally I would message her like oh, babe what's up, okay, but I, I, just, I just didn't message her because like she's always on my mind but I don't call her like that because our conversation is not a 10 minutes conversation <laughs> so i always want to have that time that i will just talk plus have my own privacy that we can talk about anything and i was actually planning to call her one of those days before that friday i'm like okay i'm awake. work what's going on and then she starts crying loud and i'm like what's going on she's like i don't even know how to tell you oh my god guys my heart sank like what's going on it's like a friend, precious, is dead. I'm like, I didn't say anything. I just kept quiet. I was mute. My head was spinning again. I was like, what's going on? She's like, um, she hasn't been feeling well. Like, um, she keeps on mind that she decided to call her. You know, and. Uh, so she calls her and she's like, um, she wasn't feeling well. Her body was doing her somehow. She should pray for Sorry. her. You know? So that Friday morning, um Chagosim's mom was like, "Have you called your friend this morning?" So Chagosim and Precious are much closer than I am. And um, to Chagosim, well, I'm more closer to Chagosim. But Chagosim and Precious are like very close. She answers her mom like she was going to go home. You know, she supposed to call pressures, and pressures was not picking up. And because of the relationship they've had, um, struggles. had her parents' number, so she calls her dad. Initially, someone had called her to tell her that like this is what I'm hearing. The pressures died that morning, but then she threw it off like what What are you saying? That she's fine? That she's just sick you know? So calling her dad and telling her dad her dad was like you, know, you can imagine the level of strength that man had that morning. answering my friend and he's like my dear just take her to your friend is dead while taking her to the morgue I think that was when it dawned on her Chagosin started crying and in that moment I was like cold up was this girl trying to make her understand that she was gone with all the experience that i had that morning? because immediately told me guys i could feel myself in a way but then i was still having headache because now i was having adrenaline rush i was like what like precious my classmates and my friend like what like what like, what? like that, that was exactly how i felt and for that first 10 minutes it didn't sink in because after i was done with the call um that friday i actually planned to make my hair right so and I already i agreed with my colleague when i was leaving work so that i would make i will make um my appointment with the stylist so i was at that point i wanted to leave guys after that call i just rushed packed everything inside i ran to mr Lawrence's office i sat down i was trying to understand what was going on and then i started crying i told him It started dawning on me like the whole flashbacks from all the years that we have known i had a little regret yes like i didn't check on her because i know one time she had issues with her leg but we, we we spoke that time and the last time was like a chat you know, you know everyone is just having their own life dealings before them, so it's not even easy. So, I was, I was <laughs> started crying, it wasn't making sense to me, but then I was like, so I felt all that because someone died, I mean my friend, you know, and my cosmates, because I was a costume for four years, and whether it's raining or or the sun is out, <laughs> these babes stressed me sometimes. But then I'm sure it was all out of leadership and love and everything. So I just remember some moments and you know, I tried with a few of my cosmates, they were in utter disbelief. They didn't want to believe one was saying she just wishes they tell her that it was a lie it was not a lie but then i was just thinking i was like wow this girl wanted me to know first before anybody even tells me because something was off i usually don't feel like that when i feel like that means i'm sick and that means i have probably seen signs a few days before so i'm just like sometimes it's not even really by blood we really not we're not even really close oh my god we're not even close I will say that I know some of her secrets or I know some very personal things about her but for the sole reason um, by feeling like all that thing made me respect her more and made me cry a lot more because I was now wishing I actually like called her or reached out to her you know but then wow but anyways, um, I brushed it off. I called the priest friend. He was not picking. Well, later, he said, thank God, he didn't pick because he was going to be very, very, very pained <laughs> At that point. I just wanted to talk to somebody, actually. And he was the only person I wanted to because he knew her. Since he was not available, he wasn't even in the country. So time difference again. <sighs> But yeah, that was how I felt my friend died. And then uh, I didn't want to, I didn't want to like start like actually, actually exploding on my WhatsApp status. That was the only way I could ease off a bit. I just started posting a lot and I'm sure a lot of them didn't make sense but that was the only that was like because Mr. Lawrence and the other people don't know her and they don't even understand the level of like relationship, you know. So I had more people on WhatsApp who could believe people and more funny thing I, as I started posting, people were asking what happened to her, what happened to her. I don't freaking know what happened to her. All I know is that she's gone. You know, she's not coming back. Yeah, and some people started making posts and um I really understood where they were coming from, I wish I did that too, but then I think a lot of people like already knew. So pressures um, all her life was a um, sickle cell patient and I know back then in school it was not easy for her i know people suffering sickle cell are yeah, triggered by the slightest thing the weather is not when it's cold it's not good for them when it's too sunny it's not good for them i don't even know the perfect weather that is good for them so um um i'm told she was she she had complications and she didn't make it and then i was like what if this girl didn't have sickle cell because someone also said that she had just defend okay family friend who said on our university group chat and said she just made defending her master's thesis and then it just made me made me so sad the more because i feel like some of these people that have sickle cell disease i feel like they they the um, death comes when they accomplish something really really <laughs> really really profound in their lives some people after their last paper some people after they had they have achieved something really big in their lives like that's when death comes that one broke my heart the more and i don't know it was it was really painful because this girl would have lived right but then she's gone i wish her parents knew better my friend last have been here I mean, we're not, we don't talk all the time, but any time we talk, we'll have just had our long conversations and everything, but she was gone. And then, in fact, it was the next morning that I actually realized on Saturday that she was indeed gone. I was to proclaim my Mass that morning, and booked Mass for her, and the readings of that day really just, it was just what I took so this, you know, God is a jealous God, and can't question what he wants to do so my consolation was that my friend was free from all the pain more the anguish the suffering all the medications and everything and you know she's finally with God and resting peacefully yeah every day I pray for her in fact for that first week every day I'm just calling her precious 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 Oh, God, even till now, I'm sure when um, the news about her burial comes, it's going to start again. But anyways, um, yeah. So do you feel, have you have, like, ever had a connection like this about someone that has died? If yes, please let me know. You can send me an email or you can do a voice message back to me. So thanks, guys, for listening. Uh, I don't know why I'm becoming emotional now, <laughs> but I'm fine bye so i hope you have a good week something is coming on this podcast and i hope you hang around okay 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 all right you have a wonderful week it's a bye from me now peace (laughs) choose